وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار Indeed, he praises for Allah. We praise him, we seek his help, and we seek his forgiveness. We seek refuge with Allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds. Whomsoever Allah guides, no one can lead this person astray. And whomsoever Allah leads astray, then there is no guide for him. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah who is alone with our partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the servant of Allah and his last messenger to all of mankind. O oh, you who believe, fear Allah with the right that he should be feared with. And do not die unless you are Muslims in the state of practicing al-Islam. O oh, mankind, fear your Lord who has created you from a single person. And from that person created his mate. And from them to scatter countless men and women throughout the earth. And fear Allah from whom you demand your mutual rights. And do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you. Indeed, Allah is a watcher over you. O oh, you who believe, fear Allah and say that which is correct and upright. In order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins. And whosoever obeys Allah and his messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement. As to what follows, certainly the most truthful speech is the book of Allah. And the best guidance is the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters in the religion. And every newly invented matter in the religion is innovation. And every innovation is going astray. And every going astray is in the hellfire. Allah Azza wa Jal, he mentions 
in the Quran, Successful indeed are the believers. This statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a statement of certainty that without a doubt, surely the believers are successful. And Allah Azza wa Jal mentions after that those who have khushur in their prayers, those who pay their zakat, those who stay away from false vain speech, those who preserve their private parts from illegal sexual intercourse. This is known. But these matters that are mentioned in Surah Al-Mu'minun, they are not the only things that can be done or the only characteristic of the successful believer. When we read and study the Quran, we must study the Quran in its entirety. And the verses, they support and explain one another. Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا Successful is the one who purifies his soul. And the loser is the one who corrupts his soul. So also from the characteristics of the believers, they are the ones who strive to purify their soul. Allah already mentions in another verse, the believers are successful. And then in another verse, in another surah, Allah mentions successful are those or the one who purifies himself. That's the believer. The believer from the characteristics of the believer is that the believer strives to purify his soul. The believer strives to make himself better. The believer strives to be better today than he was yesterday. Constantly the believer is seeking out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's pleasure by doing good deeds and staying away from the haram. This is the characteristic of the believer. The Quran, barakallahu fikum, is the book of guidance. It shows us the way that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is no way for a person to purify his soul except by way of the Quran. And with that, by way of the teachings of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa The Quran and the Sunnah is the source of guidance for the purification of the soul. Allah Azza wa Jal mentions, إِنَّ هَذُ الْقُرْآنِ يَهْدِ اللَّتِهِ أَقْوَمِ That indeed this Qur'an guides to that which is more upright. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, وَخَيْرَ الْهَدِي هَجُ مُحَمِّدِ Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So these are the sources of guidance. These are the sources of direction. This is what the Muslim use to purify his soul from the impurities of the soul. But the one who does not have concern for his soul, and he corrupts his soul and pollutes his soul by way of sin and transgression, then this individual will be a loser. Either he'll be a temporary loser, or the person will be a permanent loser. 
And who's the temporary loser? The sinful Muslim. The one who disobeys Allah. The one who mixes the good with evil. And then Allah, he doesn't forgive him for those sins. And he is punished in the hellfire. And then eventually he comes out. That's a temporary loss. And no one from amongst us can afford to lose in any shape, form or fashion. We want to be winners and successful in a total manner without being punished in the hellfire, without being punished in the life of this world. But that takes purification of the soul and striving against the soul. And then you have those who are the permanent losers. And these are the ones who corrupted their soul with disbelief and a shirk billah worshipping other than Allah, turning away from Islam, choosing another religion other than Al-Islam. When these individuals die in that state, their matter, their fate is sealed and they will be permanent losers in the hellfire, never to come out of the hellfire due to the magnificent and great corruption that they did to their souls with a shirk and al-kufr. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned afdalul jihad, man jahada nafsahu wa hawa lillahi azza wa jal wa kama qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That the best form of striving is that the person strives against his soul and he strives against his desires for the sake of Allah azza wa jal. This is the best form of striving, the best category of jihad, jihadul nafs, jihadul hawa, striving against the soul, striving against the evil desires. We have to fight ourselves because there's a part of the soul that calls us towards evil. There's a part of the soul that calls the person towards evil. And that is the soul, al-nafs, al-ammara bisul. The soul that calls to that which is evil and wrong. That's in us. And if we do not strive against that part of the soul, the soul will give in and become corrupted. Because that part of the soul, it calls to the delights and that which one find pleasure in, even though it's a sin, even though it's disobedience to Allah, there's some pleasure in it. There's some delight. So the soul, it calls the person towards that temporary delight, that temporary pleasure, along with the shaitan whispering to the person and making evil seem good. And good appear to be evil. Indeed, the shaitan is an enemy to you. Take him as an enemy. The shaitan is not your friend. The shaitan is not one who gives you good advice. The shaitan is not one who wants good for you and wants you to be in the paradise. Rather, the shaitan is calling you away from the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The shaitan, he's calling you away from the path to paradise and he's calling to the hellfire. 
even though the shaitan is calling them to a punishment, a torment that is painful in the hellfire. That's the shaitan that Allah has described for us so that we can take heed. What Allah Azza wa Jal mentions, Ya ayyuhalladina amanu dukhulu fissilmi kafa wa la tattabi'u khutuwati shaitan Oh, you who believe, enter into Islam in its entirety. And don't follow the footsteps of the shaitan. Why? إِنَّهُ لَكُمْ عَدُوٌ مُّبِينٌ Indeed, he's an open enemy to you. Allah Azza wa Jal tells us the shaitan is an open, clear enemy to all of us, those who believe. But how do we protect ourselves from this enemy that we cannot see with the naked eye, meaning Iblis and his army from amongst the jinn? How do we protect ourselves? By entering into Islam in its entirety. By practicing Islam in its entirety. By holding on to the rope of Allah in its entirety. That's where the protection is. That's where the safety and the security is in. Holding on to the rope of Allah. But when we play around with the deen and we obey shaitan, we open ourselves up to depression. We open ourselves up to insanity. We open ourselves up to sadness and worry and grief in this life. Even though we enjoy those temporary enjoyments. The believer has to make a choice. In front of him, the two paths, the path of righteousness and the path of corruption. The path of purification, the path of destruction. Which one is the believer going to choose? The believer, he wants to be successful as Allah described in the Quran. So he chooses that path of righteousness, the path of purification, the path that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Stop playing around with your religion, ikhwan. Stop living a double life, ikhwan. We wonder why we have the problems in our lives. We know the sins we are committing. We know the disobedience of Allah that we are falling into. Every time we fall into disobeying Allah, the heart is being covered with a black spot. Nay, there is a seal upon their heart for that which they used to earn, meaning from their sins. So the more we sin, the blacker the heart becomes, meaning the iman is going down. The protection of Allah is leaving slowly, gradually with these sins we keep committing. And then we wonder why we are not in our right state of mind. Stop sinning. Stop disobeying Allah. Fear Allah in the public, fear Allah in private. Stop the double life. Stop the two-facedness. Allah, He sees us. So if we want to be successful, we have to implement our Iman in all situations. Does this mean the believer is not going to make a mistake? 
We human beings, we sin, we fall short. But we must get up and make sincere tawbah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, كُلُّ بَنِ آدَمْ all of the children of Adam constantly fall into sin. But the best of them are those who constantly repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Was salatu was salam ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursaleen Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi yajma'een amma ba'd Qala Allah Azza wa Jal Yawma la yanfa'u maalun wala banoon Illa mannata allaha biqalbin salim on the day when no wealth and no children will be of any help to the individual except the one who comes to Allah with a pure heart, a sound heart. We must purify our hearts and our souls. For without this purification of the heart and the soul, there will be nothing to help us on the day of judgment. Nothing in this dunya will be of any benefit for us without that sound heart, that pure soul. Understand the importance of purifying the heart and the soul. Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Inna fil jasid mudgha Iza sorahat there is a morsel of flesh inside of the body. If this morsel of flesh is sound, if it's pure, if it's upright, then the rest of the body will be sound. The rest of the body will be pure and upright. The corruption of the person's mind starts with the corruption of the heart. The corruption of the person's speech starts with the corruption of the heart. The corruption of the person's actions starts with the corruption of the heart. Don't neglect your hearts. A lot of times we put focus on things that are good but not the most important of the affairs. This is one of the tricks of the shaitan. And this is how he comes to the righteous believer. The shaitan know he can't get you to directly fall into the haram right away. So he takes you gradually, step by step. And how does he do that? Get you to turn away from that which is most important to that which is of lesser importance. And then he pulls you away from that, and pulls you away from that, and pulls you away from that, and then now you are involved in the haram. 
Istidraj. The gradual misleading that comes from the shaitan. Wake up. Pay attention to what's going on in your lives. Take account of yourselves before account is taken of you. As Umar ibn Khattab used to say, Hasibu anfusakum qabla an tuhasabu. Take account of yourself, meaning today in this dunya, before account is taken of you in the akhirah. There's no fixing anything in the hereafter. Now's the time for rectification. And don't wait for Ramadan. Don't have this ideology, I'm gonna wait for Ramadan, Ramadan is about a, almost two months away or, or so, and then I'm gonna get my act together. Who has given the guarantee to any one of us that we will reach Ramadan. And the Salaf, they understood this, so they used to say six months prior to Ramadan, Allahumma balighna Ramadan. Oh Allah, allow us to reach Ramadan. Because they knew that there was no guarantee to reach Ramadan. So we say that Allahumma balighna Ramadan. Oh Allah, allow us to reach Ramadan. But we don't wait until Ramadan comes to strive to fix ourselves. Amr ibn Qais, rahimahullah ta'ala, he said, O kana yakul, Tuba liman aslaha nafsahu qabla Ramadan. Tuba liman aslaha nafsahu qabla Ramadan. Amr ibn Qais, he used to say, Glad tidings for the one who has rectified himself before Ramadan has come. Glad tidings for this person. Do you know how much khair this will be for you? You rectify yourself before Ramadan comes and you're entering, you're entering into Ramadan as a righteous servant. So what's going to happen in Ramadan? You're going to be a better servant. Your iman is going to increase. You're going to get stronger and stronger because you came in strong. Different from the one who comes into Ramadan weak and he has to build himself up to just get back above the surface. Rectify yourselves now before Ramadan and glad tidings for you. Don't wait until Ramadan to get your act together. For the worship of Allah is an everyday and everyday occupation for the Muslim. The worship of Allah is not something that is seasonal. The worship of Allah is not something that is only based upon geographic location. The worship of Allah is all day, all the time, until we return back to Him. And worship your Lord until the death comes to you. That's the certainty. Worship Allah every day, every night, in all situations, until death comes to you. And you will meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a good standing. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to rectify our souls. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us of our sins and shortcomings. 
We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who hear a good word and follow it. Aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullahi wa lakum wa subhanaka allahumma bihamdik ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Aqim as-salam.